1: Let me ask you a question real quick.
3: Do you ever wanna live in a fantasy world? Where the most handsomest guy always ends up with a girl and he may at time travel to be a secret prince. But no one in the story
0: ever asks any questions. You can live on park Ave with a salary from Mickey D's. Or walk from Denver all the way to New Orleans. But me, I prefer all the reality and
1: the truth bombs drop from the crew it all too you You got
2: what we need. But you keep us wanting more. I Yo,
3: you got what we need. Cause roasting is your technique. I'm gonna tune in every week. Hey,
0: hey! Laters, baby. But not too much laters. Cause you got what I need.
3: Everybody stop talking immediately and start recording. I'm recording. Mikey, hit record. Tell us about the piss duck. I just
2: sent it to you. (laughs) It's only available at (laughs) (laughs) thirstygoose.co.
0: Are you a thirsty goose? Thirsty goose? I know we haven't started the episode yet, but I have a question. Okay. I feel like everyone's algorithm gives them at least one really weird ad that you're like, why am I getting this? And it's everywhere, Mikey. I think yours might be the piss duck slash thirsty goose. Todd, what's yours? A Timu ad for a mannequin leg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you for tuning into Romancing the Pod. You had to say hello. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm also Mikey Randolph, and I'm also Toddie Schlosser. And this week,
3: I made you guys watch Dave.
2: Dave. Toddy Schlosser sounds like a cocktail.
0: Oh, yes. Ooh. Around Christmas. You want a hot toddy schloss? Like the kind that come in punch bowls.
2: Yeah. Light it on fire No wait
0: Hey 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 Why Why To keep you warm In the winter yeah, it's a winter drink
2: I like my cocktails To have flames from them Okay so hang on If I was a drink
3: How many layers Would I have That's the question
0: Well only if you're Drinking layered drinks Which is very 2012
2: Yeah I don't drink Layered drinks
0: I didn't even know That was a thing Is that a thing I thought it was like Ingredients
2: You can make them Look different yeah
0: We used to sell Layering tools At Sir La because things weigh different amounts So you can layer Anyway So was this the first time You guys had seen this movie? Today was the first time I would seen this movie
2: I've seen this movie a lot Oh have you? I mean not a lot I've seen this movie a few times
0: I saw this movie
3: Maybe a few times As a kid and I remembered almost none of it. Um, <laughs> but Not surprising. Man, I was sort of blown away by this movie today, though. It made me like really enjoy watching America like be overtaken
0: by a silent coup. Like I was into it. You mean watching what would happen if Bill Clinton had had a, had a stroke? Because that's basically yes. what this movie posits itself to be.
2: That makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: but honestly, I was here for but it. I do
2: like a good. I do like a good treason movie. I don't know
3: how many rom coms take place in the
2: middle of a coup, guys.
0: Well, not this one either, because there's not a lot of romance in it. I've got a
2: script for you called January Sex.
0: <laughs> Sex. <laughs> He's breached my walls. Uh, This was the first time I'd ever seen this film. I did really like it because it it combines some of my favorite things, which is a good well-written movie with an emotional core that also posits a lot of conspiracy theories about the oh. 90s. <laughs> I love it so much, though, right? I don't love the love story. I, uh, I,
2: no, because let's unpack the love story. Yeah. Your actual husband is in a coma, brain dead. Right. And you now know that, and you fall in love with a guy who... Who has attempted to treasonously take over the United States of America. And
0: looks exactly like him. And it looks exactly like him. Guys, she has a type. (laughs) <laughs> That's true Because her original husband Was also committing treason
2: But we did it to create jobs
0: Jobs Which is a weird Capitalist version Of altruism In this movie Where they're like What would somebody Who wants to be A good person do Force people into Wage slavery <laughs> yeah, I was like uh, They're like He's a communist I was like None of you understand What's going on I know uh, Which I was is like, very
2: wow, funny This is like random dude Who took over the government Has sounded better than like the last three presidents
0: I feel like What I really wanted Because this movie the of A million versions of this movie exist It's Prince and the Popper Plus Mr. Smith goes to Hollywood Yeah And what I wanted was more Of the emotional piece of him Winning her back And we get some of it but it's a lot more of him just getting good at the job, and then the most awkward kiss I've ever seen on screen at the end of this film. When they're literally just smishing their faces together. It's r- like they're rubbing their <laughs> faces like a cat. Y'all,
2: Kevin Klein is the most unromantic male lead of any rom com series. See?
0: I don't think that. I think he has the potential to be very romantic. Name a rom-com
2: that he's very good and romantic in.
0: I would say the Pirates of Penzance. No, I would not. He gets married in that movie. A lot of gay people get married. (laughs) Specifically in that movie, actually, Paige. I would say he has all of the potential and charisma and attractiveness to be a good romantic lead. Same. I think it's not written in for him in this movie. I think that, like, and and Sigourney Weaver's amazing as always. And so I feel like they didn't give them enough to do that connected them outside of the job. At the end of this movie, they still barely know anything about each other. So, like, they don't ever really get a chance to connect on a personal level outside of the machinations of the government. And that's what I needed for this to be a romantic comedy.
3: I mean, he literally spends 625 million of our tax dollars to like win her over.
0: Or to do a good thing because he saw a cute orphan. It could be both. I mean, I don't- I think it's more the latter. <laughs> yeah, it could definitely be both. I just thought it was awesome. <laughs> I would say it's it's a great movie. I don't think it's a great rom-com.
3: This is a smidgen more romantic than Angus.
0: Yeah, if that. So
3: like it's way down there on the is this romance scale question mark? Right. It's way down there. Yeah.
0: Yes. I think we should maybe
3: wait till Mikey gets done with the call, but. I want to see the mannequin leg. It was just a mannequin leg. I was like, I don't want this. Although I had just listened to an episode of Harmontown where he talked about using a mannequin leg during masturbation and then I thought that was wild, so I told a few friends about it. I'm
0: gonna need to know more information about this. Sorry about that, it's
2: cool, you're on call.
0: That's all well and good. How do you masturbate with a mannequin leg?
2: Are the toes, are the toes together, are they apart? No,
0: no, no, no,
3: no, no, I do know, because I remember the episode, because I listened to the whole thing twice, because it was weird. He <laughs> uses it and I think he rubs his nipple with the toes of the mannequin leg while he jerks off with his other hand, I'd imagine.
0: Is this real or was this made up for a bit?
2: Paige, it might be a joke, but I don't know. In the 30 seconds I was on the phone, how did we get from Sigourney Weaver's love story to mannequin masturbation toes or whatever? Guy, You can't walk away from this conversation
3: or when you come back, you'll be lost.
0: Mikey, I'll give you a very quick summary. I argued that I think Kevin Klein has everything at, uh, as an actor that he needs to be a good romantic lead, but he has not written the set pieces or scenes in this movie that he would need to be convincing as a romantic lead on screen. It's not just this.
2: It's every movie, which makes me think it's his fault. When you say every movie, you're talking about how many movies? He's been in like three or four romantic movies.
3: We've only done two of them, so I only know you've seen two of them. It was this one and um, In-N-Out. Love that movie, too. I do love In-N-Out. I think I just love Kevin Klein. Like, he's probably one of my favorite actors from this time. Fish Called Wanda.
2: We we have to do Fish Called Wanda at some point. Yes, we do. I've
3: never seen that. On Big
2: Chill... No, even Big Chill, I don't think he does. I think it's it's a good movie, but like not in that way.
0: Are you sure that this isn't just a you thing? Because it may just be a you thing.
2: I mean, it might be. I just don't see it. You know, I just don't. I don't feel it.
0: But Mikey, I would, based on your two
3: movies that I know you've seen, I would sort of agree with you. But also, In and Out isn't really about him falling in love with somebody. It's about him sort of falling in love with himself, and you know, accepting who he really is. And this movie is about him masquerading as the president. In some weird coup, and then there's, like, a few romantic scenes sort of ham-fistedly pushed in there. There's not a lot of romance in it.
0: I would say they aren't even romantic. I would say there's one kiss at the end that's, like, a last-ditch Hail Mary to be like, they had something, right? No, he looked at her leg. Come on now. <laughs> hey, it's Sigourney Weaver. How could you not look at her leg? She's beautiful. Right? I mean, I agree. And That's why, I mean, show me... A teenage boy that saw Alien and didn't look at Sigourney Weaver's legs at the end. And I'll show you a liar.
2: Uh, it's not, it wasn't her leg. I mean, it was the whole I know package. it was the
0: whole thing. I'm just saying, legs included.
2: I didn't know underwear could look like that until I saw that movie. And I was like, oh, okay. What, do you think yeah, what like? did
0: you think underwear was like looked like? What did you think underwear looked like? a nine like... year
2: old? I don't know what girls' underwear looked like. I only live with dudes or whatever, like my brothers.
0: You have a mom. I'm confused. Hang on. You don't know what mom's underwear. you never like been on vacation with your mom and everyone had to stay in the same room. Oh, uh, she did not uh, have the same style as Sigourney
2: Weaver in the last scene of Alien. I didn't. I don't. I don't know. My mom wasn't just like strut her stuff around at the beach or whatever you guys are talking about.
0: I don't know. I. I mean, it was not. I was like, that's underwear.
2: I was like that's underwear, underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so what did you guys think about the political thriller that was dave
0: Ooh, as a political thriller love it
3: i mean a lot of shit happens in this movie i mean this guy goes from pretending to be the president as a side job love it to like actually being president for like at least a
0: month. More than a month, I think. I think it was like five months, right? No, at the end, the guy's in a coma for five months, but that's five months from when he collapsed. Okay. So it could have been just that that month
3: where the vice president was gone, right? Because that's like the time period they put on that. And I guess he is back for about a week before he faints.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think my favorite scene is when they the, his aide comes up to him while he's presenting and whispers in his ear, a second homeless shelter has been hit with budget cuts <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, <no.
3: laughs> And he just like can't handle it So his brain <laughs> pops
0: We're gonna need a lot more checkers
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do love that this is technically a Mission Impossible prequel And I'll get you there So Ving Rhames okay. is in the Secret Service in this movie Correct. Only a few years later he got promoted to the Im- Impossible Mission Force Right Working with the one Ethan Hunt So I, I love that this is a Mission Impossible movie
0: Yeah, what we needed was like Kucinich To like come and recruit him Or whatever at the end <laughs>
3: That would be hilarious
0: Overall, this put me in a slightly better mood Than the whole rest of my day had which was
2: It's good. not a bad, it's paced well It's like written well, it's like fun It's kind of light, even though it's about like Taking over the United States by a stranger
0: And it heavily <laughs> implies That a lot of the rumors about the Clintons In the 90s and their dealing with a few businesses back in Arkansas Are aggressively true But implies that Hillary knew about none of it We'll get there oh, Will we? Is that is that a fun fact? No, no, no They literally all but say it in this movie At multiple points They're like, it's Bill Clinton uh, <laughs> That's Whitewater Clinton. <laughs> Whitewater Sorry Yes <laughs> I
2: don't know, man At the time I was just playing Legos You know, like <laughs> Yeah I mean, I wish our biggest scandals were they stole money
0: Right? Right I'd go back to that. (laughs) Is there anything else we need to talk about before we get into it?
2: Josh Groban? No, that's not his name. What? Who's the guy, the dad from Beethoven?
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, the dad from Beethoven's in this. And
0: did (laughs) you also know that the dad
3: from (laughs) Beethoven also won the first season of The Voice
0: or whatever? What's his name? What's the dude's name? The the CPA. I don't fucking know. I don't even know who you're talking about. I have never seen a Beethoven movie.
1: Wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Murray is his name in the movie. His name is definitely not Josh Groban.
3: <laughs> You're only saying that because you know who Josh Groban
2: is, Paige.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, I. I yeah. Mikey
2: clearly doesn't. Charles Groden. Charles Groden is his name, which is very close. You were so close, yet so far away. But the last name's the hardest part to get out of names. <laughs> <laughs> What was Groban's
3: name? Charles Groban. It was Josh. You said Josh Groban, so
2: you didn't get either name correctly, Mikey. No, his his name is Groban. This guy's name is Groban. Gro Grodin. Mm, that's close enough.
0: <laughs> anyway, maybe we should just go to this movie scene by scene. Uh, yes. So we open on Washington D.C which is where I briefly paid attention to the credits and realized this was an Ivan Reitman movie, and I was like, well, that's why it's great.
2: Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, a guy that writes great movies wrote this? Yeah, that's true. Okay, cool. Or directed, I should say. I mean, but he, for those who don't know, like that's Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, Ghostbusters and a million other movies that you love, like Coming to America and... Especially around this time, right?
2: Groundhog Day, yeah.
0: Yeah, This was, he was on top of the world at this time. Yeah. So we open on like a walk and talk between Kevin Klein as the president and his staff. Uh, and he's basically like, hey, this time make sure you find somebody that actually looks like me because he's going to duck and do like a fake exit. Um, yeah. We cut to durham burgers chevrolet where kevin klein that's not the president yet is pretending to be the president and riding on a pig love it
3: i love that he came in riding the pig like yeah not walking
0: next to the pig yeah. like dude is riding the pig yeah. onto the stage it was a metaphor for the economy <laughs> i'm kidding that's i thought bullshit. it was
3: hilarious because he does ride in, like, a 1920s political cartoon. Yes, it's nuts. Like, yeah, it's, it's just so funny. And then, I don't know. I, I do think it's great that the audience, like, the people who are there to see this spectacle... Even they don't believe it's the president, although it is exactly Kevin Klein. Like, they look exactly alike.
0: They do, which I have questions about later in the shower scene. We will get to them then. She
3: confirms that, Paige. They do, in fact, have the same dick.
0: And, well, so here's my question. Is she confused because the dick is different or is she confused because it's the same? And she's like, wow, they even have the same dick. It's gotta we be. We gotta that. talk about it. Table it. Table it. Do you
2: want to do it now, or do you want to do it at that scene?
0: We're gonna talk about that it forever. And we've just started the movie. I say we wait till that scene, and when we get to it, we have a big old long discussion about dicks. All right, I will table it, but I want it on the record that I'm dying to talk about Kevin Klein's dong. I know you are, Todd! I know he's probably on your hall pass list.
2: I don't think he's believable in a romantic lead way. And I think you're not helping me with this.
3: <laughs> he is a pirate king, Mikey. Yeah, that's not I'm helping sure your he- case, Todd. <laughs>
2: What kind of pirate?
3: I mean, if our flag means death is to be believed, maybe you're right, Mikey. He is a pirate king.
2: I know I'm right. If I remember correctly, French Kiss also has the amount of chemistry that the other two movies have had.
0: I would not know. I have not seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't know. We'll find out, though. Anyway, rides in on a pig. And the audience is just like, it does look like him, but I'm pretty sure the actual president wouldn't get that close to a pig. Uh, but who is in the audience but Ving Rhames? Dano! <laughs> I love it. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to overthrow the U.S. <laughs> government and install a look-alike, a Manchurian candidate, if you will. It is
2: exactly. I mean, and Ving Rhames is complacent in this, and he, I mean, like he should be convicted of treason.
3: I do think he's complacent because he doesn't do a whole lot to help. But he's also complicit Because he knows about it And hasn't said anything yet
2: Mikey He's complacent Because he sits there and in front of the dead President is like this is the dead president
0: He's not dead
2: technically Brain dead
0: (laughs) So We cut to a meeting where the president Is basically like look there's this bill that says it's a work bill, but it also has all this orphanage stuff in it. So I don't want to veto it. I need you guys to kill it. So I don't look like an asshole, but kill it because I'm a greedy little bitch. <laughs> and they're like, all right, Mr. President, <laughs> we'll do your evil
3: bidding. Like the president is the worst at this point in the movie because he's supposed to be, you know, like the person who would want to be president. So they're the
0: worst. I know, right. If people want to be president. That's when you gotta, gotta like suspect him. you're gonna be like, why do you want this? This sounds terrible. You just hit him with a brick. But like I
3: think that this this is this is a wild statement. I think what is set up in this movie is a better way to find a president than what we currently have.
0: Just finding people that look
3: like the people we have. Yeah, like, okay, Nancy Pelosi's running for president. If she won, find an older lady that looks like Nancy Pelosi but like isn't a fucking millionaire. And let her I'm, run the country.
0: I'm gonna disagree because I don't think old people should constantly run the country anymore. Oh, I agree. I was just going with the lookalike thing. I yeah, think yeah,
2: yeah. honestly, every political position should just go by lottery, and then like whatever happens happens. Oh, that's
0: a terrible idea, Michael. Look, I'm not sure it's that's worse than wor- our current that's almost, system, though. That's worse it's than not old worse than our current no, situation. No, it is because. Lottery means that statistically it could be serial killers. It could be a good person. Equal chance. Equal chance.
2: I posit that maybe that's better chance than we have now. Yeah.
3: I don't know. The kind of people who are like, I want to be president
2: are scary people. People who want to go into politics are usually bad.
0: Here. Okay. That's why
2: I've decided I'm going to go into politics.
0: No, here's my suggestion. I'm going to split the difference. A random lay person from wherever that has to sit in on all the meetings (laughs) and object to stuff and just be like, wait, I want health care. So that they then have to constantly hear from their actual constituents and that person also gets a vote. What you have just posited is a representative, representative democracy.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one more step (laughs) to the representative. But they
0: didn't have to run for it. They didn't have to campaign. They didn't have to pay for a campaign. (sighs)
3: <sighs> Fuck, man! I'll just settle for rank choice voting.
0: That same. What I should. Okay, forget all that. How about we just get rid of the electoral college? Yeah, and then just like uh, do rank choice voting. Things
3: would yeah. get way better. I promise.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so Kevin Klein. That's not the president yet. Dave, his office, where we find out that he runs a temp agency, and he's very much a. He wants to get people into work. He cares about the people that that use his agency. He is a man of the people, I will say. yeah, so it's it's contrasting it between the guy who's like, yeah, cut all the funding for the homeless shelters and him being like, "Let's get everyone jobs. like everyone, let's help people, especially if we can't. Yeah, I mean, he
3: really like goes to bat to try and get these people jobs, like goes and more or less begs Josh Grobin internationally famous yeah, singer famous, Josh Robin, to
2: give them jobs i can't believe things have changed so much since then because now nobody wants to work anymore Fucking
0: fuck. <laughs> nobody wants to do terrible jobs for less money than it uh, uh, than they need to live right <laughs> like that's what it is anyway he then rides home from the helping those people get a job on his bike singing Oklahoma which made me think of in and out and I was like does Kevin Klein just love bikes? Oh yeah, Nothing <laughs>
2: Screams, Nothing Screams hot romantic lead of fully dressed man on a bicycle singing Oklahoma. Man,
0: your version of masculinity is so
2: uh, weird, man.
0: Very narrow, but also so there's that weird. video of, of of horror daddy Patrick Wilson singing oh what a beautiful morning from Oklahoma that gets you pregnant.
2: Yeah. That's a man who is a masculine romantic lead When he throws that teacup at a woman I know he wants it was a to tea love kettle. her It was, it a, was kettle. a whole
3: damn kettle
2: man We gotta watch the new Insidious movie At some point What
3: will he throw at her head next Paige And what will the Foley artist do
2: The whole tea set He just has the romantic Bravado of a choir teacher And I can't get past that It's just he's just super lame I'm so sorry You know choir teachers get down Mike Kevin Klein is like He does
0: give me music man vibes <laughs> You know what musical just, I've never seen just, Music man Yeah. Anyway he goes into his house And who's there but Ving Rames and another secret service guy That disappears for the rest of the movie And they're just like the president needs you And he's like what and they're like yeah You kind of look like him and he's like no I know I got paid in bacon For the last gig I did <laughs> Oh and he rode that pig in they killed that pig I was kidding He didn't say bacon That oh. was me making it up Oh my god Paige I was immediately So mad at Dave No this It was me slipping Into my new character For the bit we do Around the house uh, <laughs> Janice The old timey Sex worker That gets paid in bacon
2: Wait what <laughs> I would do something And get paid in bacon Not sexually with Jake But like I would do tasks And go I'd be like Seven pounds of bacon Yeah I'd mow your lawn Or whatever I'll take the bacon Jake <laughs>
0: The key, she's got a fun voice, like, "Eh," and she's like, "That'll be four bacon's, please." Uh, And I'm sure Jake can hear this through door through the door. Is like, why is she telling people about Janice? Which was not a sexual bit we were playing out. It was me interrupting him. (laughs)
2: Yes, did you not miss the group chat the other day when she talked about this, guys? I've been so fucking busy at work.
0: I'm so sorry. She sounds like a carnival barker. No, okay. So here's the bit. Jake was watching this really cool like half kung fu half wild west show called warrior which i was getting into uh, but he was super enjoying it and then i decided to create a new character just during the show he was watching it from the other couch where i was like i'm janice and i'm and it was just she had a whole crazy backstory and jake at one point was just like please stop or I will divorce you. And I just said, irreconcilable pig And then we just uh, laughed on the floor uh, for like 20 minutes. I love it. But yeah, three bacons. <sighs> I'm so Ooh. sorry
2: I missed that fun little anecdote. I was so busy. You didn't miss it. You just got
0: it. You just got it. It's
2: more fun with the voices.
0: It is more fun. It is more fun with the
2: voices. You're right.
0: Kissing will cost you. That's 10 bacons. <laughs>
3: Damn, that's some Julia Roberts prices right there. She won't kiss unless bacon's
2: on the table.
0: Janet has very different priorities.
2: 3,000 bacons, and I want the full girlfriend experience.
0: Okay, but you'll have to provide the slop and the sty.
3: <laughs> he wants the PSE, the pork sausage experience.
2: I do.
0: That's why we call it porking. Two bacons,
2: please. <laughs> <laughs> the other white meat. Besides chicken, Todd, he's making a weird face out there.
3: I've never made a weird face. You
2: were born (laughs) with a weird face.
0: Yeah, he's never made one. He just (laughs) has one. Yeah. God made this
2: weird face. (laughs) (laughs) Back Uh, to Kevin Kine's lack of sexual energy. (laughs) Sure. He looks like the moderator of a MySpace asexual, you know, like Tumblr. I think you're confused as to what website... Tumblr was on. <laughs> he has a GeoCities site on model trains.
3: Actually, I could totally see that. I mean, he does go <laughs> running, bounding even up his stairs with the bike <laughs> in tow. Singing Oklahoma (laughs) dances around his house while he's like putting away the bike, putting away his keys.
0: And he dresses like a conductor at all times. (laughs) Yes, he does. He is like not
3: the missionaries, like the Mormon missionaries that go out, but he is like the adult they send out with them to make sure none of them fuck. What a sad
0: job. Yes, it is. Anyway. So the president makes a speech and it's clear as we're watching him just interact with people around him, he's not a good guy. Oh, did
3: we even mention that like, Ving Rhames, like, convinces Dave to pretend to be the president
2: again? Yeah. Yeah, we we did that before the whole sexual porker thing.
0: (laughs) By convinces, do you mean he shows up at his house and he's like, I guess I'm coming with (laughs) y'all?
2: Yeah. Also, they needed a warrant to enter his home. That is a Fourth Amendment right violation.
0: That is true. If
3: we learned anything, it's that the Clintons—oh, not the Clintons, sorry— the Millers, or whoever the president's last name is in this, don't play by the rules. It's not the
0: rules, it's the Constitution. I'm so sick of... They don't play by the laws! When you think about it, the Constitution is basically rules. I can't believe in a world with Ronald
3: Reagan, the 90s wanted to vilify Bill Clinton.
0: Okay, we gotta talk about it, though, because they also throw shade at Bush. Yeah. And they also throw shade at... I So... Because I had my conspiracy theory hat on. Mm. Oh, so you think they replaced the president in this movie, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> as they're walking him out, they spent a lot of time walking him through the kitchen. And I was like, are they going to do an RFK oh. thing? Paige, I thought the same thing. I was like, where's Sirhan, Sirhan? Well, not only, where's the girl in the polka dot dress? We don't have time to talk about it today. MKUltra, we can't. It's too
3: much. I love how Mikey looks confused as to both of those people. I
2: know what MK Ultra was.
0: But do you know about the polka dot dress and the woman who allegedly hypnotized sirhan sirhan to shoot rfk oh you mean his handler page yeah potentially
2: yeah no i'm not seen
0: by a couple other witnesses
2: no i don't know what that's so
0: it's a whole big thing there's a lot of it's a lot of firsthand uh eyewitness which is the least reliable testimony so it, but it sounds like it would be the most reliable but it's actually like terrible it's really not it's really not anyway they walk him through uh and they switch him with kevin klein the the pig riding one and he gets to walk down the aisle out to the limo and people clap and i think he finally he like gets a taste of it of like oh wow this is kind of like a big thing. And then he goes full tiny Tim. Well, this is where he turns and he's like, like God bless America Uh or
3: whatever. Right.
0: God bless us everyone. And they're like, I thought this was America. Don't you dare talk British? (laughs) Uh, No. Yeah. He's God bless America. I like when he turns
3: around as he's at the limo and he's like trying to talk again and they literally just grab him from inside the limo and like yank him in.
0: Yeah. And they're like, no, Uh, we cut to a hotel room. Where we hear sex noises. These sex noises are questionable. But we will find out it's because they were actually aneurysm noises. Yes.
3: And, guys, a young Laura Linney is in this movie as the
0: mistress. A very confused Laura Linney. God, I I thought it was hilarious. Because for the rest of this movie, she's like, I definitely watched that guy die on top of me, right? The worst part
2: is that she... She finished, you know? Well, I think she thought he finished, but instead of...
3: I mean, I guess in a sense he did, but what he finished was his life. Right. And not, you know,
0: yeah. But what's really weird is the sounds he's making are like, oh... Oh, (laughs) when you think about it in the context Oh, you mean like super
3: hot sex sounds, Paige? Because that's all I heard in this scene From a romantic lead (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, yeah From 1996's Sexiest Man Alive, (laughs) Kevin Klein. That's not true, is
0: it? No, it can't be That's Brad Pitt Mikey, if you were to replace Kevin Klein, who would you replace him with?
2: Literally Uh, we do a lottery and anyone would have a (laughs) 50-50 chance to have more sexual chemistry.
0: Mike, give me names. You cannot (laughs) criticize without offering solutions. I need names. Oh. From the 90s. George
2: Clooney for show.
0: George Clooney would be a good one. Although this might be a little too early for that.
2: Yeah, it could be a little too early uh, at that age. Ooh, look at Robert Redford. Too old. Way too old. In the 90s? Uh, Robert Redford's older. By the way, just
3: for all of you out there who was like, they have to know- Who was the sexiest man alive by People's Choice Award? In 1996? It's Brad Pitt. In 96... it was Denzel Washington.
0: Oh, agree. Denzel Washington would have been great in this. <laughs> he, he would have. Denzel Washington would have been fucking great, but America was not ready for a black yeah. president. They could do it now. They should remake this movie hey, with a
2: fake black president.
0: You know <laughs> that one of America's key tenants of the 90s is only having a black president in movies where the world gets destroyed. <laughs> I do want to point out that Kevin Klein
3: has won Sexiest Actor Alive twice. By Glamour
2: Magazine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's definitely
0: (laughs) what I would think about that. When Brendan Fraser was alive? how dare they <laughs> oh, oh man
3: i love kevin klein but mikey you are not wrong his name should be kevin d klein
1: <laughs>
0: that's what ladies do they're just like thank you but no uh we can be friends
2: <laughs> he looks like he's trying to sell you a watch at jc Finney's. that's his sexual energy
0: it's got a hand for minutes
3: <laughs> <laughs> but keep your eye on that second hand because this won't take long he's got a piano
2: in his house, but doesn't know how to play it oh i guarantee you he knows how to play piano
0: (laughs) (laughs) controversial take controversial suggestion steve martin
2: steve martin would have been great in this
0: especially at this time because steve martin still he
3: looked 45 for like 38 years Mm -hmm. so he definitely looked like old enough to be a president doppelganger right
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
3: ving rames
2: As the president, (laughs) would have had more sexual energy.
0: I'm telling you, it's the 90s and it's not a disaster movie. They would have never let it happen. We've come so far. No, they wouldn't have
2: done it. They wouldn't have done it.
3: I do want to point out with all of this speculation as to Kevin Kline's true nature. He has been married to Phoebe Cates since 1983. I know. And they have children.
0: We talked about this on In-N-Out. That's
3: why I remember it. Yeah, I think we looked it up because we were like, wait, is this? I mean, he won Sexiest Actor Alive twice by
2: glamour. That is so bothering
0: Todd, do you remember the story that went along with him and Phoebe Cates getting together?
2: Oh, shit. Do you? I, I don't.
0: Because she thought they were friends because she thought he was gay. That's right. That's and right. And he had to then tell her he was not. So, you know. He does have a bit of that energy. He's <laughs> got a vibe and that's okay. Love is beautiful, multifaceted, and it's definitely on a spectrum.
2: He w- he's definitely the kind of guy who would take you to a jazz band as a date, but the jazz band is only white people.
0: Oh, I was going to say the jazz band is his band, and he tricked you into coming to see his own band on a date.
2: <laughs> and it's at a Fourth of July picnic.
0: That's a real Ron
2: Burgundy kind of move, guys. I don't oh. see what the problem is. Oh, but Ron
0: Burgundy, in that jazz flute scene in Anchorman still gets me every single time. When he pops under the like.
2: Okay, what if it's just this movie with President? Ron Burgundy.
0: (laughs) Oh, there's a teleprompter. (laughs) I'm Ron
2: Burgundy. Sorry, Kevin Klein. I'm sorry. He he seems very nice.
3: Sure. Maybe that's why people in the '90s were like, "He's got to be gay, right? He's
2: so nice. He's so nice. He like respects women." He must be a homosexual man. I mean, he respects him so much he crosses to the other side of the street when they're walking by, and I think that was a little too far. You know what I mean?
3: I think it's just because he's really good in musicals, and people were like, "Nah, he definitely is
2: into men." I feel like it's this. I feel like these films are like one step away from Hallmark movies, where I definitely know the lead actor's gay because I'm <laughs> watching him with my brother, and it's Christmas time, and he's like, "That guy's gay." I'm like, "How do you know?" He's like. Trust me. Because <laughs> he found a website that's just like, these are all the gay actors in Hallmark movies, and he like looks them up every time.
0: Is it all? I assume that all guys in Hallmark movies are gay.
2: The majority. Yeah.
0: Mikey, you've been in a Hallmark movie, right?
2: As a background, that was actually a... What's that other network?
0: Oh, yeah, oh, Backpedaling. Lifetime? Was it Lifetime?
2: It was Lifetime. Yes.
0: No difference. Known
2: for only casting straight men. <laughs> I wasn't cast. I snuck onto set and got into the movie.
3: <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> Can we get back into this episode though
2: before
0: we implicate Mikey in further crimes?
2: Is that a crime? No.
0: I'm just looking at who else could have been in this role, but there's like a weird age gap. Of when I'm like hottest guys in the 90s And they're just like did you mean Ricky Martin And I'm like crazy though that movie Would be (laughs) Ricky Martin Would have a lot more Hetero energy (laughs) (laughs) Ricky Martin Famous homosexual Man this is also how I found out that Carl Urban was on Xena Warrior Princess so that's this is great for me (sighs) Oh my god Anyway, so he has an aneurysm on top of Laura Linney. They rush him to the hospital. He's in a coma. And this is all happening while Kevin Klein is just, like, in a limo with Ving Rhames being like, I'm sorry I talked, but this was fun. Yeah. And they go back to the White House, and the chief of staff and the head speech writer uh, are basically like, hey, buddy, you did so great. We're extending
3: your tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's chief of staff and the communications director.
2: Yeah. Right. The same speech they used when they stayed in Vietnam, extending their tours.
0: <laughs> you did so well, we're extending your tours. <laughs> you didn't, I mean, anyway, they tell him because they're, they're like, hey, the president's in a coma. And he's like, so the vice president, right? And they're like, no, he's mentally unbalanced is what they say, which we find out that it's just Sir Ben Kingsley being nice. <laughs> and the But these people are criminals. I mean, it is
3: like who you would want to be president is currently vice president. Right. But because the chief of stash is straight trash. Yeah. He wants to install himself. You mean chief of staff Uh, oh yeah is that what i said chief of what you said chief of
2: stash
0: was full (laughs) trash i was like he doesn't have a mustache and i was like that is a cool rhyme but that's not a word my bad chief of staff is straight trash yeah because henry cavill's the chief of stash we know that (laughs) right that's why he cocks his arms he's the worst he's the chief Oh
2: that's who would be good Tom Selleck Sam Elliott Or Tom Selleck Either one Right in this
0: role
3: Fuck Tom Selleck is the right age too Like, that's a good call. I like Tom Selleck in this. Mm -hmm.
0: Burt Reynolds. I don't know that he could pull it off. He fucks. Every day, all day. (laughs) I would vote Gator for
3: president. (laughs) I don't feel like he has the
0: right energy or the acting chops, but hell, I'd watch it. I feel like that'd be a real fun one to, like, replace the president with kind of a party guy where he's like, you know what? We need more. More tits in office <laughs> Like just craziness I just
3: want it to be like this like frat dude though But like yeah I don't know man You both present sick arguments <laughs> You both
0: present sick <laughs> arguments Is that far fun? Yeah Anyway Oh Mike's on the phone
3: <laughs> Every time I love that you got that reference page I My little yeah, shout yeah. out to the dollop just now Yeah 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 I love you
0: Alright so He agrees to pretend to be the president And They introduce him to basically all of his job duties. They tell him that he's not going to see the first lady for a while. They have separate bedrooms. They don't talk anymore. They sort of like she sort of hates him. Yeah.
2: Because she's actually a second lady. I mean, yeah.
3: So like the president, the actual president, not Dave, is a terrible dude who is openly sort of cheating on his wife. So naturally his wife hates him. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like they use the stroke as like cover. Uh, Yes. He had a mild stroke is what they're telling the press. He's going to need a day or two to recover, but his doctors already checked him out and he's in great health. And in that like one or two days, I can't remember how long it is total, but they sort of get him up to speed on like everyone in his cabinet. Right. Right. And like all the big key players, like the speaker of the house, like that kind of stuff so that he can pretend to do the job for a few days while They hope the actual president recovers or the chief of staff is like also concocted a plan where he becomes president. I don't necessarily think the communications director guy is like in on
0: that plan necessarily. Well, he tells him that plan in the next scene. So like they put they put Dave to bed in the presidential bedroom with G-dubs watching him from the wall. Yeah. Then he and the communications director are like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to send the vice president away for a month. And in a month, we're going to dig up dirt to get rid of him, which means our president will call a new election for vice president, at which point me, the chief of staff, will run for vice president. Then something either happens to this president where he dies and has another stroke or whatever, or we control this guy for as long as we want or whatever. And as part of trying to shield him for a couple days, they've also told Sigourney Weaver They told her that there was, quote, an incident at a hotel. Yeah. So she knows it was in flagrante is when. Yeah, he was cheating on her. Yeah, he was cheating on her. But yeah, he
3: wants to have Kevin who who is Dave, as the stand-in for the president. He wants to manipulate him into assigning him, the chief of staff, as the VP, and then either bump off Kevin Klein or just change them out. Right. Because the president is sort of brain dead and is going to pass away at some point. So that he would take over.
0: Right. So, as part of this, they basically release a statement saying that it was a mild stroke. He'll be back to work in no time. Yeah, yeah. He gets inspected by a doctor, which made, which reminded me of when Trump got inspected by his doctor. And his doctor was like, I guarantee he's in perfect health, but his doctor also looked like a villain from Power Rangers. <laughs> and you're
2: just yeah. like,
0: where did they find this guy?
2: <laughs> you know, you
0: know has... Who has tons of sex appeal? Villains, Villains from the from Power, Power Rangers, Rangers. yeah, exactly. more than Kevin Klein. Talk about that ooze guy. Anyway, uh, they they put out the the word that he's healthy, shockingly healthier than before. Oh yeah, they they like lay it on thick. Like, yeah. hey,
3: have you been working out? Like, your blood pressure even went down. And he's like, yeah, I bike, uh, lift, I climb or whatever. And the chief of staff is like sort of guiding him with his facial expressions on like where, what to say and stuff.
2: Yeah, he's like, last year I had my good year, which is a bird watching thing where they go watch all the birds because Kevin Klein looks like someone who would be a bird watcher.
0: Oh, like an ornithologist? He does look like an ornithologist.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what, did I ever tell you that? So I used to be in a drag race fantasy league. And one year I named my team the Tuckahoe Autobond Society, colon, we're looking for cocks. God damn <laughs> it, Paige.
3: <laughs> that is amazing.
0: The only funnier name I ever had was the the year my team was Hogbody of Lies. <laughs> anyway, so he goes back to work and he runs into Laura Linney who leans in to like kiss him on the mouth. Oh, yeah. She is like. In front of everybody. Yeah,
3: which leads me to believe like. Everyone knew he was having an affair with her, right? Right. That really wasn't a secret, but no one told Dave that. So when she leans in to kiss him, he's like, whoa, what is happening? Because you know it's Kevin Klein, so he naturally repulses any female advances, right, Mikey?
1: Poor Laura Linney.
3: (laughs) Listen, I'm trying not to agree with you, but the
0: signs are there.
2: Because he actually runs a a sign fan club of like, I love collecting old signs. (laughs) I
0: do too. Old signs can be really cool. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That'll be four bacon, please.
2: I just, I just love my husband. He's so hot. He collects signs.
0: Jake would absolutely collect a cool old sign. But Jake has a lot of other hobbies. Mikey, when
3: we were in Kansas City and we were antiquing with Paige. That's right. That's right, Todd. There were tons of old signs that you wanted to buy but were too expensive.
0: Bring in the receipts.
2: I should have bought that sign. You really should have. It would have been cool as shit. It was very cool. I will say that that was the only thing I was interested in. I was like... I was like Antiquing may not be for me.
3: I like antiquing, but it's not for
0: everybody. It's just aggressively for me, and it's really
3: just because I want to source really old, very cool leather jackets.
0: That you were very interested in the jackets—that is for sure. I was. I was like, "Where's your 1950s greaser clothing? We're
2: uh, <laughs> costuming
0: a production of The Outsiders." <laughs> yeah, calm down. I
2: was gonna say, I was like, "Calm down, there, Pony Boy."
0: Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, trying out for a uh, a local production of Grease. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and need a leather jacket. <laughs> I'm the understudy for Kanicki, so I'm going to need a jacket. <laughs> oh. Danny Zuko, fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they give him like a, a primer on like basic civics. Here are who all these people are. And we get like a montage of him like learning all this stuff. And then we get to the press junket room or the the press conference room. And he does one of the president's speeches and they're like, oh, damn, he's fucking good. And he is. Yeah. And he like was calling the president's mannerisms even he
3: because w- they were like, yeah, whenever he talks, he has his hand in his pocket. And he was like, not nah, no." Sometimes he does this. And that's when he starts doing the speech. And he was like doing it as a way of showing like this is what he does. And they're like, God, he's better at being the president than the president was.
0: It's like that time Dolly Parton entered a look-alike contest and only got third.
3: That's true. Just shows you. You got to have the brains, too, to be Dolly.
0: Which, I'm mad that I can't be in Dollywood right now where they have pumpkin spice funnel cakes. Pumpkin pie funnel
2: cakes. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for that.
0: I sent you a TikTok of it, and I'm mad that I can't put it in my face. I could drive there. I could. You could. Why haven't you?
2: I mean, I have, but just not lately, <laughs> just alone to go get funnel cakes. Yeah. That's a like heavy, Kevin Klein energy.
3: That
0: is heavy, <laughs> I, I
3: walk a lonely road energy. Hey, you know what? Sometimes
0: I got to drive alone to eat raisin canes in my car and listen to podcasts as if they're people I know, except that it's us. So I do know us and I'm listening for quality <laughs> control, but yeah. you know what? It's fine. I do that too. Anyway, they set up a, like they're going to go out on the balcony, him and the first lady to basically be like, we're alive. Hello. Yeah. And Sigourney Weaver shows up and is just like, what the fuck, Bill? (laughs) 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 And it's like, it's sort of wild because
3: they've told Dave that like, they're estranged sort of like, they are not really, they're not really a married couple anymore. It's like yeah. what everyone thought the private life of Bill and Hillary Clinton was, and maybe was. I have no idea.
0: Honestly, I feel like president is such a fucking stressful job. It could break up any relationship. Like, a regular job can get stressful enough to hurt relationships. Imagine if you were the leader of fucking America. Yeah. Like, no think That's why you don't want to be president. It's a bad idea. It is. This whole America thing. <laughs> Terrible idea. <laughs> I
2: think I'd be a good president.
0: Yep. Mikey, no. Does not shock yeah. me all that you think that. You also think you could punch a kangaroo and not get hurt. So, like, there's that. Well, you don't sound like a true American. <laughs> and Not if that's what America's going to be.
2: I've got sad news for you. We are way there, way past there.
0: Can then call me not a true American. Can I apply to be Canadian or just something else? I think Mikey would be a great
3: president. Cause he's like really compassionate
0: and dumb in all the right ways. Yeah. And like
3: I think he, he could confuse a lot of Republicans into voting for him.
0: You know what I'm saying? Or just scuttle the votes so that Trump wins again. Oh, the RFK.
2: Yeah. I'm not gonna run this election. I'm too young. I gotta wait 30 more years.
0: <laughs> you gotta wait until you're pissing in ducks all the time, not just in the hot tub. <laughs> Where's my piss goose? (laughs) Bring me my urine bird.
2: (laughs) No, I get up there and be like, look, I'm a Democrat, but also big government is bad. And then people be like, what? (laughs) Is he peeing into a goose right
0: now in the middle of this press conference?
2: Because I'm a man. Vote for me. Pissing a goose
0: (laughs) I win potlucks all the time (laughs) Bring me my shit goose (laughs) It'd be shit geese,
3: Paige, please (laughs) I don't want to
2: shit in a geese It'd
3: be a gaggle of geeses, Mikey
2: (laughs) I don't want that I just want to go to a bathroom The presidential bathroom
3: the presidential piss
2: goose.
0: What's it, it would it be a piss eagle? <laughs> the president?
2: It would need to be. Piss like an eagle. <laughs> we have to move on. Like none of this makes sense. I would do funny stuff like go into the like the the, the rose garden with a shotgun and be like, isn't this where we <laughs> the royal deer hunt or whatever they'd be like this guy's nuts
0: (laughs) we got we got to keep moving so we can talk about kevin klein's dick shit i forgot about that let's
2: get into it yeah we got to focus up i
0: would never forget about conversations about the dawn
2: that very sexual tension filled
0: scene that floppy flaccid (laughs) he's married to phoebe cates good for them
2: allegedly Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a different time.
0: Hey, he
3: says he is. He says he is. No, he's totally, he's got kids. Allegedly.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is a pirate king. Your love of Pirates of Panzans is almost to a red flag level. Uh, we passed that long ago. No, it's, it's, a, it's a Jolly Roger level. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, this is threat level midnight on my love for the Pirates of Penzance I'm trying to think if there's something I love that problem problematically
2: The Pest with John Leguizamo
0: (laughs) oh no hard pass (laughs) I do love that you just compared
3: John Leguizamo's The Pest to a Gilbert and Sullivan
2: masterpiece
0: I don't even know what you're talking about
2: (laughs) The Pirates
0: of Penzance what are you talking about (laughs) I did like John Leguizamo in Violent Night and I liked how he turned into a blood mist in that chimney
2: yeah same He's done a lot of one-man shows, which are interesting.
0: He has, and they're not bad. I I have enjoyed them. He's funny. Yeah, I just don't like the Pest. Love him in Romeo and Juliet.
2: Oh, the Pest is terrible. I've never seen the Pest. Oh, <laughs> you like the credits? It's him rapping in a shower about how he is an annoying person, and that's what the film is about. But then he gets hunted by a rich man. We
3: we cannot do a Pest <laughs> mini review inside. Our Dave <laughs> Mega review.
0: If we're going to talk about a movie where people get hunted by rich people, most dangerous game style. It has to be hard target, and I won't hear any other questions about Are it. Are those horror movies? We could do a man hunting man month. Well, but hard target's not a horror movie. It's just an action movie.
2: That's all about perspective, baby.
0: No, no, no. It's just an action. It's Jean Claude Van Damme with the craziest greasy mullet you've ever seen, and Wilfred Brimley as a Cajun man on a horse, being like, "Laissez le bon temps like just like you know, running through. Parade floats and shit. I have to see
2: this movie. Directed
0: by John Woo with Doves. You won't even watch Time Cop. I want to watch all of these things. I'm working so fucking much.
2: Watch it in your hotel.
0: I don't,
3: Mikey, at these conferences, I am forced to do like mandatory fun shit until like 11 o'clock at night. It sucks. What'd you do last week, huh?
0: No, he's, he's right. Cause you have to go to the cocktail mixers and bullshit. No, last week he didn't have a conference. He just went stuff. No, I did. I literally, I was I was there until Sunday. And it's like the only weekend he hasn't had a conference in like six weeks. Yeah. It's been crazy.
2: One time at a suicide conference, there was a ball pit for one of the booths and I got drunk and then late at night I jumped into it.
0: Anyway, so Sigourney Weaver comes in and is just like, hey, you're a fucking playboy. Let's get this fucking over with, you fuckboy piece of shit. And he's just like, That's the first time anyone has ever assumed I could be sexual. And so she like goes out to the the balcony and they're like, we are okay. He tries to like, he can tell she's mad, but he doesn't know what to say to her because he doesn't actually know her. So she leaves. Well, I mean, yeah,
3: all they said he had to say to her was, Thank you for doing this Ellen Which is her name Right And so that's all he says Throughout the whole scene I think it's like I think he says it twice Yeah And then she like Storms out after he says it Because she fully thinks This is her husband Who is sort of Openly cheating on her
1: Yeah
2: Hello Todd It's Mikey Hello Mikey It's Todd (laughs) I need to tell you Something Mikey
3: It's fine You'll be a
2: great dad That's We're gonna table that (laughs) But on that table Is a delicious factor meal (laughs) Yeah Uh, <laughs> what a transition Oh my god guys This actually is a factor ad That was amazing Mikey Mikey here for factor meals All the pod. the yeah! We're gonna table it Delicious already fresh made meals Never frozen It takes two minutes to warm up Just like Mikey does I have a busy schedule I work all day I have fun too much I also work at night I also have too much fun And I I have a problem with Words Yeah words is one Uh, (laughs) Ordering out is another one Same I ordered out tonight Yes
3: I literally got let's just say a factor equivalent meal For Natalie and I And it was like $48 What it could have been way less with Factor.
2: Yeah. And I I struggle with proportions and Factor comes pre-proportioned, pre-prepared, chef ready. I've used it before. Before they even advertised on the podcast, I used Factor meals, especially when I was working a lot during the COVID lockdown. I mean, that was the
3: best time to get on board with Factor. Except for right now. Because Factor is giving 50% off to all of our listeners. If they go to
2: factormeals.com slash romancingthepod50 and use code romancingthepod50 to get 50% off. That's code romancingthepod50 at factormeals.com slash romancingthepod50 to get 50% off. That's a good deal. Do it. And they have a g- easy-to-use app. And they never require me to talk about the app. Mikey, that was the end of the ad. That was the I end know. of the ad. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going. All right, factor meals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder.
1: The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students
0: like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills.
1: Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
0: But we cut to this is one of the longest montages in the movie. It goes on for almost 10 plus minutes, which is a long time for a montage. But it's him kind of doing all the fun stuff. But this is where they very clearly lean into him being clinton yeah because jay leno is making fun of his happy meals it's like the mclaughlin group it's all this stuff there is the one point where the communications director and the chief of staff are watching him do that speech and he does the like points of light on the horizon And i was like well that's bush Yeah. so like but this whole montage is just set up that
3: like the press is selling it to the american public that like he had an what felt like a near-death experience to him and he's come back and he's like more charismatic and more folksy and more like compassionate and like, it's a good thing, right? That he has right. totally been replaced by a lookalike.
0: Right. And, and it he clearly wants to kind of like you know patch things up with the the first lady he talks to Ving Rhames about it yeah and he and Ving Rhames have this great conversation of like you have a gun so you might have to take a bullet for me too and the gravity of that kind of affecting Kevin Klein in a way that I don't think it has in fact affected his predecessor where. I think his predecessor took that as a given. Oh yeah. As opposed to, you know, something that is a sign of respect. Well, and that's that
3: really sets up the uh, the last I think emotional moment of the movie between him and Bing Rames, which yeah. I fucking love that moment between them. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Where he stands in front of the door.
3: Oh, door. <laughs> Actually, I do love that moment, but I was talking about the one in the actual ambulance where he was like he calls him by his actual name and he's like I take a bullet for you. I love well, it. you say that when he's leaving. <laughs> well, he, you, you find out later that he quits and I think joined the impossible mission force. But part of that was he was stationed with this guy on his first political campaign. Right. Yeah.
0: Anyway, but he sets up a whole day with the first lady where they're going to go to a homeless shelter. And it turns out to be a homeless shelter for children. Yeah. But when they get into the limo, he looks at her legs and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> My husband's checking me out. What is wrong with him?
1: <laughs> but we, we
0: see them at the, the homeless shelter and he kind of I, identifies this one kid that's playing alone and kind of talks to him. He shoos the cameras away. To basically be like, this isn't a photo op. I'm trying to talk to this kid. Yeah. And very much kind of endears himself to everybody, including the first lady who's like, this maybe is a little bit of someone I used to know or someone that I aspirationally hoped he could be.
3: Yeah. Like she's looking at him like she's like, there's something sweet and almost kind. But he was mean and he was coarse and
1: unrefined.
3: Exactly. It is very Beauty and the Beast, except... It's Kevin Klein, so you can't really picture him doing anything sexually with anybody, really.
2: Yes, because he's neither a beauty nor a beast, <laughs> and so like, right? Yeah, he has the sexuality of a Chester drawers.
1: <laughs> I think he's more of a constable.
2: <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it.
3: Definitely, yeah. Although, I'll say this. No, Cogsworth can fuck.
2: Cogsworth and Mrs. Potts got down. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I say it's just the chest of
0: drawers with the little legs because he doesn't even talk. That's how, like, non... Oh, you mean the one, the the smaller chest of drawers, not the not the wardrobe. You mean just the <laughs> chest of drawers <laughs> just, uh-huh, with no legs? Yes, lines. uh-huh. Thank you, yes. Anyway, uh, we get a very cute cutaway with him and Ving Rhames where he's going through, like, a scrapbook of all of the pictures of them together. Yeah. And he's like, You stand out in every one. Have you ever thought about wearing a sweater? And he just goes, Sweaters make my neck look thick. And I was like, <laughs> Some of us like a thick neck, though. Well, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I. Mm. You don't have a neck, Mikey. You don't get to weigh in on.
2: <laughs> no, I think me and Bing have a similar neck structure. I honestly do think
3: you have a regular, like, ving rame type neck i agree
2: i don't wear i don't wear a ton of sweaters
0: i feel like sweaters look good on everyone it's the chris evans school of sweatering yeah i don't know that they don't
3: actually i've never thought about that but yeah
2: not not kevin
0: klein well kevin klein suggests a sweater vest which is a real inert (laughs) suggestion hey do you never want to have sex again Consider a sweater vest But the way he would wear it Now sweater vests are back and they're cool But people are wearing them just by themselves And not as a layered thing It's a whole
2: thing The new sweater vest by Kevin DeKlein
0: I dig new sweater vests It's a very 70s vibe and I'm here for it But Kevin Klein's suggestion for sweater vests That feels more like David Beckham in the late 90s vibe to me A sweater vest?
3: Just a sweater vest, yeah
0: Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure yeah, I could see that. But
3: that then was probably a 70s throwback.
0: hmm yeah.
3: Fashion is cyclical.
0: It is. Anyway, uh, while they're doing that, the chief of staff, Frank Langella, vetoes that work bill that pays for all the homeless shelters. He
3: just straight up vetoes it and signs the president's name. Like, this alone is, like, crazy illegal. And, uh, you know, it's just, like, one of those things that's played off like a he shouldn't do that, like waggle waggle your finger at him kind of thing Aww, in this yeah. movie. Oof, yeah, this whole thing—it's like such a serious time in America in this movie.
0: Yeah, and it's played like it's a goof, and I love that. Yeah, but we cut to, and we're here now. The table is set. Kevin <laughs> Kevin Klein is singing in the shower. Like you do, right, Mikey? You sing in the shower, right? I'm a shower singer. I'm a I'm an aggressive shower singer. The
2: acoustics. Nah, no, I. I... I don't sing in the shower. Oh,
3: that's right. You shit in the shower. That's my bad.
0: I, I, I mix those up. That's my bad. Mikey's, you know, pushing one out and I'm over there like, what's love got to do? Shampoo with it. Yeah. <laughs> so Sigourney Weaver busts in and is just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, we just saw those homeless kids and now you're going to take their house away? And she makes him turn around and she does look down and be like, huh. So she says later in the movie. That she knew it wasn't him when he checked out her legs. That may or may not be a lie. But in this scene, we got to discuss it. Does she recognize that they have the same dick and is confused how that could happen? Ari science. Or is it a new dick? And she's just like, have I just not seen it in a long time? I remember it looking different. Discuss I think it's the latter I really do
2: I think it's the latter too Yeah
3: I think at this point She still thinks It's her husband
2: I think so too We would be remiss If we didn't talk about How this scene was Kind of written to be Like a sexy scene And uh, it very much plays Like he's being bullied In football
0: (laughs) It really does See I don't think This was supposed to be sexy I think this was supposed To be like Does she recognize That dick though I will admit That what
3: you just set up A woman coming To confront a man In a shower and, like, seeing whether she recognizes that hog of a man meat he's swinging, that should be sexual. And I will agree, it is not in this movie. It does feel like he's about to get, like, that powder Swirly, thrown yeah. on him when he uh, goes to jail uh, da- the first the time. The yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it basically <laughs> looks like a nude scene from Shawshank Redemption. And uh, that's the sexuality it's putting on. Yeah. It looked like the first episode of Oz or whatever. Yeah, he's all wet, and you're like you're supposed to be looking at like all how in shape he is, but instead I'm just like, ooh, ugh, ugh.
0: I mean, he's wearing basically a hair shirt. Yeah, when he turned around, I was just like, wow,
3: he's way hairier than I thought he was. <laughs>
0: yes, I was like. What is? Cause that I at a certain I was like I wonder if the president waxes and then she looks down and I was like oh right the dick (laughs) and then I had to sit there and be like could I recognize dicks in a lineup? I don't know.
2: I think it's his long lost twin.
0: (gasps) Let's talk about it. Holy shit! How do you think they were separated at birth? Does Sigourney Weaver fuck her husband's brother? Let's discuss.
3: Oh. Do you think they had sex before he left? Yes. No. I don't think so either. I'm not sure Kevin Klein has ever had sex. With anyone in this movie.
0: If that kiss at the end is any indication. Because that kiss is bad. It's so bad. And that is Natalie and Todd at Chewie's level bad. Right, Mikey? No, because I assume that you are more in touch with each other's bodies. We certainly were. I would
2: say that he
0: is so unsexy,
2: I thought he was the president in a coma.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This, if you think about it, this whole movie... Is a movie about
2: a wife who gets to kill her shitty husband? I thought it was about a, a <laughs> twin that takes the place of his other twin who, but he has low T. Man
0: in the Iron Mask. <laughs> He's got,
2: but his the one who's taking his place has low testosterone.
0: Why? Why is that? At the, oh, just because of his <laughs> whole appearance. But yeah, I guess because he likes musicals. <laughs> it's basically Man in the Iron Mask. It's just that there's no Leonardo DiCaprio or Gerard Depardieu in it.
2: Yeah, because they fuck
0: <laughs> Sometimes in problematic ways Like they're so far the other way That you're like, oh no, please stop fucking
2: <laughs> Oh, you're like, oh, that's too much Yeah
0: Too much <laughs> But like Kevin Klein
2: gives real like A unicycle for fun kind of energy
0: Oh yeah <laughs> Holy uh, shit, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. way too accurate <laughs> Big ass bike, big ass beard Yeah, he's, he's a hipster on a penny farthing for sure <laughs> Yeah, 100% My- Yeah, I mean, I hate what you're saying, but God, I agree with it. I hate that I agree with it, but it's facts.
2: Definitely drives a Prius.
0: There's nothing wrong with driving a Prius. Some people like the environment. I'm just saying a lot of people drive Priuses. You're going to have to narrow it down further. It's got to be a Prius with a love your mother earth (laughs) bumper sticker on it. And then a bumper sticker that's like my other child works at Granola Mart or something like
2: that. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Let me take this joke back. He definitely drives a smart car.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Or walks
3: for the health of it. And by that health, we mean the planet's health. Think about
0: it. Mm -hmm. With some sort of walking stick that he's like, I got this when I was in Tibet. And you're like, this seems like cultural appropriation, but he's already walked away. No, he's
3: like, no, it's Tibet, Georgia. And you're like, that's (laughs) Talbot.
2: You're saying it wrong. I don't think, I think walking (laughs) sticks are like a universal truth, right? Can't appropriate a (laughs) stick. He definitely whittled it himself is what I'm thinking.
0: He does look like a whittler. He does look like a whittler. He he looks like a whittler and a fiddler. A whittler, a fiddler, and a wearer of patchouli for sure. (laughs)
2: He's definitely the kind of guy friend to be like, we're going to take a lake trip. Not to drink or to fish or anything like that. We're going to watch the leaves change, see what that looks like.
0: Okay, but that sounds delightful. Can I just stay inside and drink like... Hot ciders as I watch the leaves change and crochet and stay cozy and warm. Yeah,
2: Paige, I know that you are Kevin (laughs) Klein.
0: Oh, I was about to say my only question would be is,
3: how hot does the hot tub get? Oh, right? That sounds amazing. Because I'm definitely going
2: to watch those leaves change. I mean, I would do it if there's a hot tub and alcohol.
0: Right? Right? And then I'll be like, Jake, you go cut a tree down and I'll watch it from inside from this window.
2: Nice. Paige, he's not going to cut a tree down. That's cruel
0: no jake will oh i don't need a kevin <laughs> klein i have a jake i pay him in bacons
2: that's like twenty thousand kevin klein
0: <laughs> i love how we boiled down kevin <laughs> klein's sexuality
3: to like one horsepower <laughs> it's like scoville units <laughs> and then we are now comparing that to it's not just sexuality i love this no i think we should do this so like massimo is like a hundred
2: thousand Oh. Kevin Klein's. Yeah. And Kevin <laughs> Klein is like Pico de Gallo.
0: <laughs> you wanna watch the leaves change, baby girl?
2: <laughs> <laughs> baby girl, can I cut your toenails?
0: Ew, ew. I do that myself. Or I have a manicurist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but would you let Massimo? I guess, is what Mikey's asking? I'd let Massimo do a lot of things.
2: No, would you let Kevin Klein No, <laughs>
0: yeah. no. I'd be like, Professor, <laughs> stop. You want a grade, don't you? <laughs> How many bacons is this gonna cost? Uh.
2: He's like, I've been I've been playing a lot of uh, computer chess lately. I'm getting a lot better at it. Uh, you know.
3: Is this you as Mikey or you as Kevin Klein?
0: This is me as Kevin Klein.
3: Yeah, that checks <laughs> out. You did sound a little bit smarter. You said chess.
0: I go to record stores to find Broadway soundtracks on vinyl. That.
2: Yeah. That's it. Not chess. He wouldn't say that word.
0: I had the most delicious quinoa last week. <laughs> That does sound <laughs> like some shit. Kevin Klein would say for sure. Yeah, yeah. I broke Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I love these Kevin Kleins.
2: It's making me laugh so much. I hope he listens I hope he's like the celebrity That was like a huge fan secretly And he's like no. Fuck this podcast Fan
3: of the pod Kevin <laughs> Klein <laughs>
0: Over his bowl of
3: quinoa. I'll say this Kevin Klein. If you're out there I adore you I think you're amazing But You could've sexed it up A little bit in the
2: 90s
0: <laughs> You could've opened A couple more buttons In your presidential
2: suit You could've helicoptered that dick And called it Marine One You know what I'm saying Oh you know That's what I would say <laughs>
0: Anyway, so he finds out they vetoed the bill, and he's like, call the chief of staff, call the communications guy. Why the fuck did we veto that? And he's like, yeah, well, you know what? If you can find $650 million, you can have all your your stupid homeless stuff back, because <laughs> he's an asshole. I think that's how
2: government probably works.
3: I love how hardcore... They make him seem like the biggest fucking villain, like cartoon level villain.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, those are just politicians.
3: Exactly, Mikey. He's
0: like, oh, did you fall in love with those orphans? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you like helping children? Oh, I guess you want to do good for the people, you (laughs) fucking moron idiot. Sorry, I tried to say both the same time It came out. <laughs> you say that, but our state legislature is
3: literally turning down money for children right now from the government. Yeah.
0: Oh, Tennessee, you so stupid.
2: <laughs> yep. But then Kevin Klein replies, hey, have you heard about pickleball? It's this fun new sport.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the fastest growing sport amongst active adults.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? Friends of mine did ask us if we wanted to start playing pickleball with them. And we said
2: yes
0: I'm gonna try it People love
2: that pickleball man I'm gonna figure it out so
0: basic We moved on from pickleball We got pickleball like four years ago
2: My name's Kevin Klein, and I'll be your water aerobics instructor today.
0: <laughs> I love water aerobics, <laughs> but you know he's right. I and I would not argue, and I would have a good time. Welcome to Zumba.
3: I'm Kevin Klein, your instructor today. <laughs> you know, uh, that,
2: <laughs> yeah, I want to pull the Kevin Klein interview from 1995, where he's like, "Yeah, I, I took a lot of jazzercise to get in the shape for that sour scene."
3: <laughs> um, I'm uh, I'm doing tapes by this like newer guy young guy Richard Simmons you know him he uh he's coming up in the exercise oh, scene
0: I fucking love sweating to the oldies oh yeah never slander sweat into the oldies but what I am picturing is him holding up this like packet of budget stuff and being like defunding reading rainbow <laughs> like that's the energy we've got anyway so he invites his friend the accountant Murray to balance the national budget which I did think was very funny that Murray was just like yeah sure just give me the papers and I'll math do, do, do calendar or uh, like calculator and we'll figure it out. When they are in the Oval Office
3: and like he's telling his business owner friend mm-hmm. that like small business owner friend, Josh Grobin, international singer, songwriter, Josh Grobin, when he invites him over and he's like, hey, can you get us some food and two copies of the budget? Right. I thought they were setting up a joke that they didn't know How fucking huge the budget is.
0: Right. They would just be
3: boxes and boxes and boxes. It's like thousands and thousands of pages. Like, it's more than you could go through in a night. But no, that is not a joke. They play in this movie. They make it seem like they handed them a pamphlet and now they're just crunching numbers on the back of a napkin. It's very funny to me. Crunch, crunch, crunch,
0: crunch, crunch we get to the next morning where he's they've got like cameras and it's a a cabinet meeting because it's the hundredth cabinet meeting so that's why they invited cameras
3: this is so smart too i don't even know if kevin klein as dave meant to do this right you know he might just be so sort of naive enough to think that he could just like talk to his cabinet and like find the money you know but he does it in front of the press so he's like really <laughs> leveraging the orphan children in yeah, this yeah, very yeah. public way against members of his his cabinet because he finds the all the money for that like internally right. he doesn't have to ask congress for that at least the way that's it's set up because it's like the budget right. that the um his cabinet has i guess
0: well and, and it's kind of It's kind of weird Because they, they do it as like This one project needs $650 million. No it doesn't It's multiple projects and pieces And that money goes a bunch of different places Right But in this movie they're like To simplify Orphans equal $650 million.
3: Exactly yeah I mean if it was just that one orphanage Like got that much money Like that would be insane This would have to be like A, a, a few city pilot of like Orphanages or homeless shelters Or whatever
0: yeah 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 or Like a national network or Yeah something and I like that one Of them is literally just the interest On defense contracts yes. oh my Was God. 23 million a, a month. month I was like Jesus Christ yeah, That's
2: probably very low too
0: I think That is low I was like that's that's Like maybe for the city of Los Angeles <laughs> like, that's low, uh, but it was the '90s, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he goes through, and by the end, the the cabinet is like clapping, where they're like, "Yeah, we're losing our funding for orphans." Like, but he like I think they set it up
3: because they do sort of montage through it. That like he gets them on board with all of this, and they he also is sort of pressuring them very publicly. Whether he intended to do that or not, he is.
0: I do like the one that was like, so this is for billboards to make sure that people enjoy the car that they already bought. And he's like, uh, yeah. Like technically, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the first lady is just like that was a great thing you did today. Like, yeah. it, it made me slightly moist. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. This is the sexiest thing you've ever done.
3: And honestly, it's Kevin Klein, so it might have been.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I this movie was too far when it said that he was having an affair as the other president. I was like, I don't know about that.
0: Well, I feel like he has the. Mean guy air that some people are attracted to like with people in power. As the other president guy But we really only see him for a few scenes Yeah that's true It's true. Anyway chief of staff is like I'm gonna fucking kill him Oh yeah the chief
3: of staff tries to interrupt him a few times At the beginning of the meeting But I mean this is very clearly like Setting up what's gonna happen between them Like there's definitely gonna be a power struggle between them
0: Right this is the scene after Where he's literally saying to the communications guy I'm gonna fucking kill him Yeah. He's not the president I could kill a hundred people
2: He's a regular person
0: I could kill a hundred regular people Regular people and the communications guy is like if you try I'll expose you right is basically what he says he pretty
3: much says that like listen I'm willing to go to jail to stop you from doing this because they would both go to jail I mean they would all go to jail
0: they might even be like killed yeah 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 because it's like full treason this
3: is full on coup d'etat treason that we're like just Ham hawing through for the romance comedy of it all
0: Mostly just comedy
3: Yeah I do feel like Aaron Sorkin saw this And was like I could do this way better
0: I could do this weekly Yeah Anyway He's in his bedroom later And Sigourney Weaver comes in And is just like that Hey that was really nice You know can we talk And she's like It reminded me of that thing you did in the state legislature And he was like oh yeah And she's like You weren't in the state legislature So who the fuck are you? And he's like, Doo. I
3: did not expect this to happen.
0: I did. She saw that dick. Well,
2: <laughs> so
3: you think he is more well endowed or less well
2: endowed? Like
0: my husband had a Prince Albert.
2: <laughs> I think less. <laughs> um, <laughs> Probably same, same size, but different shape, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't know that I could pick him out of a lineup, but maybe he had a tattoo or a birthmark.
2: I guess it depends on if, like, he is a he swings to the right to the right or to the left yeah, as right? a president. Mm-hmm. You know, like politics. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: well, and also dick. I think it'd be weirder <laughs> if they were exactly the same. Oh, that'd be funny if it swung. Yeah,
2: yeah, I would. If they had the same dick, they are twins separated at birth.
0: Do you think your dick swings your political affiliation side? Ooh, I don't know.
2: No, I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: Uh, yeah, no. I it, that has not been my experience. <laughs> anyway, she's like, hey, I know he and I are estranged, but can you just tell me where he is? Like, I just need to know. Please be honest with me. But they, like,
3: fully take her down and show her her husband, actual president.
2: Okay, but your first reaction... Would be that they killed my husband and replaced him with this actor to control the government, right? Yes.
0: Like Manchurian candidate style. And that maybe he was a gray. Uh,
2: They're like, oh, he had a stroke, quote unquote.
0: Yeah, that's why they put Bleep Blurp, I mean Dave, in charge. Bleep Blurp Mm. is a very common name in Chicago
3: where Dave is from, allegedly.
0: Yes. View my human penis. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Coming to you live, it's... Kevin Klein.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Now we know why he doesn't have a lot of sex appeal.
2: He's not attracted to non alien entities. He's got that. He's got some real like worse than Richard Gere sexual energy.
0: Dude, we were watching the other day. Runaway Bride was on, which I don't love as a movie in general. But like, I just sitting there on the couch with Jake. I was like, I don't understand what anybody is attracted to in Richard <laughs> Gear like it's so and <laughs> he's sexier than Kevin Klein sure i get but like i no for me i get some of kevin klein's charm i do richard gear Is negative sexual for me. It does so little for me. Like, just absolutely nothing for me. I don't understand it. I don't get it either, but... Thank you. Anyway, show me your human penis. (laughs) So they take her down there. She sees that he is in a coma. They're like, he's not going to make it. So she goes and packs her stuff. And he packs some stuff, too. And she's like, I got to go. Like... I can't stay here. I can't keep this secret for you. And he's like, well, let me take you. And and I think this is fully his intention of like, I'll take her out. Let's talk about it. And then we'll come back. You know? Oh, I thought that they
3: were both just leaving. I did like in this scene, like when it reveals that he's also been packing stuff and he's like, yeah, I'm packing like keepsakes or whatever. Souvenirs. <laughs> yeah. And then she starts to cry because I mean, her husband is for all intents and purposes dead, you know? Yeah. So it's sad. But he goes into the bag and pulls out, like, the presidential handkerchief he was, like, (laughs) stealing. Yes. I thought that that was very funny. But, yeah, I think that they're just, like, leaving because the jig is up, as it were.
0: The only reason I don't think that is because they didn't have a well-thought-out plan around leaving. It wasn't like, I'm going to do that.
2: Oh, I think I think she was like, I'm going to expose you. And he's like, okay.
0: I guess, but she doesn't even plan to do it. She just says, I can't keep the secret for you. Yeah. But she's leaving, you know?
2: Yeah, but then, but then later on, she's like, you got heavy big heart energy and i want you to continue being a treasonous king over the united states that no one voted for
0: which is basically what happens because they they do talk in the car and he's like when did you know and she was like when you looked at my legs which i think is alive but whatever they get pulled over and they pretend to be lookalikes and i do like that they're like we're not going to give you a ticket but she needs some fucking work i know i thought it was so funny she'd place like third in a lookalike competition <laughs> it was so funny I
3: loved it because she is actually the first lady and he is supposed to be this like look alike. Right. Yes. Great.
0: Right. And he makes her his special sandwich, which is not a euphemism for sex, but does sound like a really good sandwich. What was it? Did you see? Yeah. So it's the same one he makes for Ving Rhames and it's like roasted ham, tomato, lettuce, there's some carrots And like an olive tapenade And then like What looks like Almost like a garlicky spread It looked real good Personally It did look good Yeah Yeah But this is where They kind of talk about Like who he is What he does He still doesn't learn Almost anything about her They are strangers At the end of this movie I don't know man I think the
3: sandwich Is like a metaphor Like he only gives The sandwich to you Like when he's about To dick you down
0: Ah uh, yeah it Makes sense Uh huh That's why he and Ving Rames were, were getting busy In the White House Yeah I mean he and ving rames have as much
3: chemistry as he and sigourney Weaver. page that is correct that's very true
0: but this is where he's like i just like helping people and i thought i could help people and i think it's at that point that she's like all right let's let's go back let's help people i do like the cameo we get from bonnie hunt giving a tour i love bonnie hunt she's
2: great yeah
0: so great but he goes back, he fires the chief of staff and the chief of staff who has tried to like slander the VP now turns it to him. And he's like, oh, you did the first savings and loan bullshit. (laughs) But I like right before he does that, right after firing him, Dave gives this speech of like, hey, a lot. There's a lot of stuff wrong, but I think I want to start with this one thing and try to find jobs for every American who wants one. Yeah,
3: he starts like a sweeping jobs program, right? Yeah. Or announces that he wants to start one.
0: Yeah. And I do like that. He's like, we may not succeed, but you don't know how much you can do till you stand up and try. So let's try it. Uh, but then they they slander him, right? But in the midst of that, the VP comes back with all the gifts from the places he has visited. And he's like, hey, why the fuck did you throw me under the bus of a thing that you knew I wasn't involved in? And he's like, I would never do that to you. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And so that's when he starts to check it out. He gets thrown under the bus too. But as he's talking to the communications guy and Sigourney Weaver, he's like, well, now he's making up stuff about me. Like this can't be, and the communications guy's like, Actually you did do that Like Yeah The actual president did that It's true
3: Yeah and he knew about it Like all of that stuff Yeah Yeah Because the former chief of staff Was like instrumental in it too Yeah Oh yeah I don't understand like His like plan Was always gonna end up With him in jail I'm talking about the chief of staff Yeah 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 Because he like Says the president was involved in the fraud or the whatever financial abuse they use or whatever the crime is. I
0: think he didn't think that they documented the way that the communications guy reveals that they did and enters into evidence.
3: I guess. But I mean, like if you were super involved in crimes that you're like. Oh man, this guy did those crimes Like I wouldn't, I would not do that No that's You're definitely going to get busted
2: Yeah Well, I definitely think that happens, you know, because of like, you know, the whole thing that's going on modern day
0: Because of like right now
2: Yeah, uh-huh
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, some people are real dumb And sometimes we even elect them president
2: <laughs> Yeah Yeah
3: Well, uh, a minority of us do, yeah, and because the way the electoral college is set up, you know, that's what matters, apparently
0: There you go See, this is why we're back to my idea, not my idea. Other people said it forever. Nope. Paige Wesley, the first person to ever suggest getting rid of the Electoral College. That we abolish the Electoral College. Just kidding. Watch the John Oliver episode on it from a few years ago. Anyway, he sits down to talk to the vice president and is is like, you seem like a decent guy. Like, how'd you get started? And realize that the vice president is a lot like him, a dude that kind of came from nothing, worked his way up and just wants to help people. And he has this realization of, like, he was the right person for this job all along.
3: Yeah. I mean, he was literally a shoe salesman that complained about political stuff all the time. And his wife was like, well, then run for office then. And he did. And he did. Like, he bootstrapped his own campaign with 2000 of his own dollars and was elected councilman. And it just sort of, like, continued on until he became VP. Yeah.
2: Ben Kingsley has some BDE on these scenes. He's chewing up the sexuality. He's great. He is great in this. He's great in everything.
0: But- We cut to a joint session of Congress. The chief of staff and a bunch of people are watching it from his house where he's got like presidential campaign posters and shit already because he doesn't know how the government works. And at the joint session of Congress, Dave gets up and is like, hey, I am guilty of all of this. The vice president isn't And oh, no, an aneurysm and just kind of like collapses. I love it because he's like. I did do this. I got the
3: receipts. The receipts implicate the chief the former chief of staff right. who was pointing the finger at me and the VP. The VP never knew anything. And I hope he forgives me. And then they have this really sweet moment where they shake hands. Yes. And then he goes back to the podium and fucking dies. And I think that that is so fucking funny. He, like, does everything he can to go out like the
2: best dude possible. Weirdly, the most attractive he is is when he is actually pretending to die on the podium.
3: (laughs) He is doing that (laughs) thing where he's like, Oh, my hair's sort of flirtively in my face or whatever. The
0: vapors! <laughs> How the president die vapors. He does sort of fall in a
3: way that just begs for Ving Rames to go save him. You know what I'm saying? Like in a real romantic kind of way. I'm here for that. Hell yeah, Ving. Mm.
0: That's I'm here for that version of the bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> It's just this premise, but Ving Rhames and Kevin, yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we cut to the ambulance where they've switched the bodies. So now he's the ambulance driver and the actual president's body gets loaded into the hospital. Yeah. That's where he spends five months and then eventually passes away. But he leaves. The first lady sees, uh, sees him walk away. Then we cut to like five plus months later where everyone else has been indicted. He has now set up in his office his run for councilman yeah. and who should show up but the first lady who shows up they go to his office they have the most awkward kiss i've ever seen i love when she walks in because they don't recognize her i guess with the hat on that she's wearing right i would recognize michelle obama if i was blindfolded immediately <laughs> like, i would recognize so Mel- melania trump as well like they're just so oh, often yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: you know photographed and we see
0: them all the time like, there's no
3: way you wouldn't recognize them.
0: Well, and she Melania would be walking around being like, who gives a fuck about Christmas? Which is <laughs> the craziest first lady quote ever. But
3: when um, when she first walks in, one of the ladies like, at the front reception goes, do you want to volunteer? And she goes, yeah, why not? Yeah, She's sure. She's like, I, lo- I love that line delivery of like, yeah, why not? It'll be great. But, yeah, they do go into his office and they push their faces together. And their (laughs) hips. It's all faces and hips, but it doesn't work. It's like sex, Page, All faces and hips and shouldn't work, but (laughs) it does. You know what I'm
2: saying? It's like two action figures came to life and tried to kiss. Yes, Mikey, because they're, like, trying
0: to, like, hold each other and it's just not working
3: it is like mikey with like his gi joes smashing them together while watching
2: tv yeah yeah and then he closes the blinds scarlet was a hot gi joe bro you don't have to tell me and then uh who was destro's girlfriend what was her name
1: why would
3: i
0: know this
2: was it deep throat stroke no she's got an eye patch oh man it's gonna bother me oh the baroness (laughs) i'm so stupid
0: oh right oh yeah okay Anyway. But that's when he closes the blinds so you can't see them. And Ving Rames steps in front yeah, because Ving Rames has joined his campaign. Yeah, he's wearing a campaign button. And, and that's the, the, movie. That's the movie. movie. So having seen the movie,
3: having talked about the movie, what did you guys think about the political thriller, coup d'etat movie, Dave?
2: Thriller is hard word, yeah. Uh.
0: Yeah, no, great movie, not a great rom-com.
3: Agree, fully agree. I think everyone should watch this movie. Not very romantic, though. I would give it a one, Kevin Klein, on the Kevin Klein scale of romance.
2: Oh, uh, I was gonna say, do we should we just do quickly do the romance scale real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's a one. Yeah, one. It's a scale of one to ten. Zero. Yeah.
0: I guess one, if I have to choose a, a thing. That's
2: the lowest we can go, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But man,
3: I I enjoyed the movie. I think people should watch it. It is a lot of fun. It's weirdly like light, even though it's actually dealing with very heavy topics
2: it's, it's very light it's like a very like i don't know i i very much enjoy it feels pleasant to watch
3: yes but we are watching a coup we are watching like someone end of life and like are they should they prolong that for political reasons right like there are a lot of like heavy things going on in this movie but at the end of it you're like huh that was so fun and light and i was here for that Paige. You look like you have some fun facts on your mind. So do you have any fun facts for us? I do indeed. Well, hit us with your fun facts. Sexy Klein, fun facts. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I like how I threw you off so much that you just said oops. Yeah. You're like,
0: Sexy Klein. oops. <laughs> oops. Okay, so uh, I'm going to start with the, the craziest fun fact, first and foremost.
3: Hell yeah. The
0: plot of this movie is largely fantasy. However, there have been, this fun fact says one, I would say two, instances in U.S. history of a president's administration covering up the extent of a stroke and debilitation Uh, Instead of allowing a non-politician to govern in their place. Now, the one that's most accurately documented is in 1919, two years into Woodrow Wilson's second term, he suffered a stroke that left him semi-paralyzed, partly blind and potentially incapacitated to the extent that he could not govern. No one really knows. Uh, But this results in the establishment of the 25th Amendment, which has procedures for responding to a presidential incapacity. This was brought up during Trump's last term, uh, one term, thankfully, (laughs) to potentially address some concerns about his ability to govern. It it gets brought up anytime people disagree with the president. But uh, Wilson ended up resigning and passing the presidency to his vice president. Now, in that time in between, his wife, Edith, ran the government in the president's place yeah. pretty much until she was discovered. Yeah, for like a while. For a long time. Now, technically, officially, that's the only time that has happened. However, there are many, many, many accounts that would suggest that the same thing happened to President Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And that Nancy ran the government for a huge portion of time while concealing the extent of Reagan's incapacitation. And for his, it wasn't so much a stroke as much as uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. So it has happened at least once, probably twice, potentially more. Who's to say?
3: This is why we shouldn't elect very old people to such high office.
0: Well, and, and here's the thing, and and I think this movie actually does a good thing of like, an aneurysm can happen to anybody at any age. Yeah. Right. So it could be anybody. But obviously, the older you get, the more likely an incapacitation in many different forms is to happen. But that's why we have the 25th Amendment, you know, but it doesn't account for people lying and hiding things. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. The set for the Oval Office has actually been reused more than 25 times since this movie was made. I'm not at all surprised. Was it made for this movie? Uh, Initially, it was made for this movie, but it has also been in Pelican Brief, Hot Shots Part Duh. Heck
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, Clear and Present Danger and Absolute Power and multiples after that. Nice. So, yeah. Both President Clinton and President Obama were big fans of this movie.
3: I bet. I bet they were, right? I
0: bet they were. Bill Clinton had screenwriter Gary Ross like he, he, oh sorry. no he, had, <laughs> he, he met with him and gave him a framed copy of the script that Bill Clinton autographed and says <laughs> and the quote says, "It's a funny, often accurate lampooning of politics. Oh my God, that is wild. It gets better. Clinton also gave Gary Ross a picture of him of Clinton holding a dave mug ah. and then president obama told kevin klein that he loves watching the movie when he's depressed because you make the job of being a president look so fun and easy <laughs> i mean he does like the the job of president looks like it's great yeah uh Sigourney weaver's hair is so short because filming for this ran right up against Alien Three, in which she shaved Ooh. her head. Yeah, Mikey, that's your favorite one, right? It's Mikey and I's least favorite one. No,
2: I know. It's my favorite one to. T- it's got the sexuality of a Kevin Klein.
0: So <laughs> this is one of two movies in which Kevin Klein has played the President of the United States and the man impersonating the President. The other, which doesn't fit on either of our podcasts, but I would love to talk about with y'all, is Wild Wild West from 1999, (sighs) in which he, as Artemis Gordon, also portrayed President Ulysses S. Grant (laughs) and also makes a giant mechanical spider.
3: I love Kevin Smith's story about that movie, and it makes so much sense after hearing Kevin Smith's story about that movie. Kevin
0: Klein's
2: the sidekick, right?
0: No, he's the villain, I thought. No, No, you're right. I I think he is. Yeah, he is. Who's the... Who's the villain? It's been so long since I've seen that movie. It's a wild movie. Would you say it's a wild, wild west movie, Paige? It's a wild, wild west movie.
2: Wiki, would you say it's a wiki, 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 wiki wild? wild.
3: If you need to live, who's the kid in the drop? Who else was Smith? Living that life some consider a myth? Rocking South South Street to 125th. Why do I know the lyrics to that song? Well,
0: that's not... That's not the Wild Wild West song, is it? Uh, Is it? No, because that's Jim West, Desperado. Maybe it is, and I'm just thinking of a different part of the song. Anyway, so unlike a lot of movies set in Washington, D.C., when they travel around the city, they actually do it in the real layout of D.C. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is hard to do. Yeah. Now, Gary Ross, who wrote this movie, was very unhappy with the early draft of the script he wrote. Sounds like every writer I've ever talked to in my life. (laughs) You've met us Yeah <laughs> Despite being late In delivering it on deadline And short on money He still started over From scratch Jesus. And took out a second loan On his house To finance the next draft
3: Yeah That's amazing I mean I'm glad he did I love this movie It's a lot of fun But like
0: well done. Yep. The House of Delegates chamber in the state capitol building in Richmond, Virginia doubles as the house chamber in this movie. I wondered that. Yeah, because I, I wondered that, too, because it, it, I was like, that's smaller than the one. But... It is smaller. Right. Although if you go and
3: see it, they're, they're smaller than they look on TV. Yes. But it, it definitely was smaller.
0: But many of the Virginia House of Delegates and visitors to the capitol that day were used as extras. Okay, cool. Do you want to hear who else... Could have had Kevin Costner's role. Kevin Klein? Kevin Klein, sorry. If one of them is (laughs) Kevin Costner. (laughs) Kevin Costner would be
2: good. Yeah. Okay.
0: So The options were Kevin Costner. Man, this is a Costner film would have been good. Very different, but good. Very different, but good. Warren Beatty. Harrison Ford also good, but very different. It would have been a lot like the... um... Six Days, Seven Nights? No. (laughs) Is it Air Force One where he's like, get the hell off my plane! Yeah. Uh, Michael J. Fox. Warren Beatty
2: could have done it, yeah.
0: Warren Beatty could have done it. Michael J. Fox, I think, is too young. Mel Gibson. Tom Hanks, who I think actually could have done a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I think he could have too, yeah. Tom Cruise then this last one, any guesses. I think it we would have liked it even more. I badly hope it's Nick Cage. It is Nick Cage? Ah
3: uh, yeah. I want hmm. that movie so bad. Do it now.
0: I mean, he's as old as like our president is now. Plus, he stole the declaration of independence. <laughs> the shots from this movie of the McLaughlin group, that TV show, were actually filmed on the show set in one day. They just filmed a whole bunch of them to cut to use for the show. That's why it's always the same guests.
3: But there are so many people who play themselves in this movie too. Do you see that in the credits?
0: Yes. They have like actual sitting senators and like
3: house members in this movie. And it like puts up on the screen who they are and what like political affiliation they are. It's wild.
0: It's wild. And one of them pulled out. So Senator Alphonse D'Amato was supposed to cameo in that scene, but pulled out following issues between the Senate and Warner Brothers over content in Ice T's album, Cop Killer. Uh, he then tried to attempt to return to the movie after Ice T parted ways with Warner Brothers, uh, but Ivan Reitman turned him down. Yeah, of course. Fuck off. Like that, w- I, yeah,
3: whatever, you fucking nerd.
0: In one of the press conferences, there's a clamp cable network camera, which is a reference to Gremlins 2, The New Batch, which starred Kevin Klein's wife, Phoebe Cates.
2: She's hotter talking about her dead dad than he ever is in this film.
0: I agree. I'll end on this one. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Dave, the character of Dave's last name is Kovic. It's a reference to Ron Kovic, a Vietnam era veteran who became an anti-war activist and was the subject of the film Born on the Fourth of July. That's
2: a good Tom Cruise movie.
0: Yeah. Oliver Stone, the director of that film, has a cameo in this movie as himself. Really? And those are your fun facts. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let's talk a little bit about box
3: office. So what do you think? The production budget was for Dave in 1993 when this movie came out.
0: 650 million.
3: <laughs> no, you can either have orphans or this movie, Paige. Yep. Mikey, what do you think? Orphans? No. The <laughs> I'm asking you what the production budget is, not which one you'd rather sacrifice.
2: Oh, 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 oh
3: sorry. Uh, ooh, 30 million. Mikey, that's a really good guess. It was $28 million, and that's in 1993. So if you adjust that to today's dollars, that's almost $60 million. It's technically 59.6, but almost $60 million. So this movie came out on May seventh,
2: 1993. Hey, on my birthday. Wait, what? My birthday's May 7th.
3: Oh, happy birthday, Mikey. How old were you, eight? In
2: 1993, I was nine
3: okay i was close but dave was number two in the theaters that weekend it was beat by dragon colon the bruce lee story number two was obviously dave number three was indecent proposal number four was what i was seeing probably at this time sidekicks and number five was benny and june what do you think dave made in its opening weekend guys
0: 12 million
3: Okay. Eight. Mikey, you're very close. It was $7.3 million. Now, I did say it was number two in its first week, but it was number one in its second week. It bumped above Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, in its second week. But it was in theaters for a total of eight weeks. It was in the top five until its seventh week. And then in the eighth week, it fell to 10th and then was out of the theaters after that. But what do you think Dave made in its box office run? And I'll say worldwide because it did not get an international release.
2: 65.
3: 72. Mikey, you're very close again. It was $63.2 million.
2: (sighs) Nailing it today.
3: But if you adjust for inflation, that is $134.7 million today. And that's your box office. So we've already done the romance scale. Do you guys think Kevin Klein and... Sigourney Weaver
0: in this movie are still together Yes but she's just his campaign manager It's not anything romantic Or she's using him so she can run for office Ooh would Would
3: watch that political thriller But no I don't think they're still together But largely because I don't think Kevin Kline's Interested in things sexual in nature Mikey do you want to weigh in on whether You think they're still together or not
2: uh, Yeah I think they're probably still together
3: Okay, all right, they're figuring it out.
2: I think it's weird enough where they just, like... I don't think he wins his election, but I think he builds his uh, scale model of the town in their attic uh, after they've, like, moved out to the country or whatever.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I hate how much that checks out. (laughs) Uh, I guess we already did the romance scale.
0: We already did that.
3: So this week, I made you guys watch Dave. Paige, I believe it's your turn next week.
0: I have two choices. Now, first of all... Because we will be mid-November at that point Yeah It's holiday season For sure We have two Christmas films And I'm gonna let you guys choose One is a bonkers one That we have talked We talked about doing it last year And we ran out of weeks at Christmas And we didn't get to do it Okay uh, The other one is a sequel To one that, one of my favorite Christmas movies That we did last year That we had a blast talking about Because it made no fucking sense Which one do we want? Obviously the second one. That sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, we're doing Christmas movies from now on.
0: It it is Christmas movies. I will say the first one is potentially crazier. What? They're both crazy.
3: I'm still going to go with option two. Mikey, what do you go with? I'm going to leave it to dealer's choice, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, it is
3: Paige's pick Paige. Maybe you should just pick.
0: Ugh, fine. (laughs) I'm going to go with the crazier choice and pick Holiday and handcuffs.
3: Hell yes. I remember us talking about this. I cannot wait. Yes, Paige. I
2: love holiday in handcuffs. Yeah.
0: So, the other choice, if you were wondering if either of you want to pick it as we go, was Princess Switch 2 switched again.
3: I don't even remember doing Princess Switch.
0: You don't remember Andrea and I talking about how she literally couldn't assemble a cake, right? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I do remember just- that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, holiday in handcuffs.
2: Melissa Joan Hart, Nashville native, or not native, but she lives here.
0: I also I did not forget about Queen Latifah. I want her to have her own month. That's not just relegated to Christmas because she only has a handful of Christmas movies. They're not all streaming. So Queen will have her own month. At a later date.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I might have to to table Nick Cage for holiday movies. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna have to table Kevin Klein, so that's fine. (laughs) A table is. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you guys could have seen Paige's face when I said that. A table has the approximate sexual energy (laughs) of Kevin Klein. (laughs) Oh, it's perfect. That's exactly what Uh, I wanted. I, I also thought about picking last Christmas. Which is the one that came out a couple years ago with with Khaleesi in it. Um, so we should probably do that one this year at some point, too. And we got to do Santa boot camp. But for now, holiday and handcuffs.
2: Yeah. Mario Lopez gets kidnapped.
0: It's two hours long. I'm sorry. Worth it. <laughs>
2: it is worth it. I can recite the whole plot. My family has it on DVD.
3: Yes. On
0: Instagram, and we are at something else on Twitter. Who I just have never taken the time to learn. It's it. It. it's just romancing pod show because they have a character well, limit, and it's show well, s h o like Showtime.
3: So guys, check that out as well. And if you want to follow us all individually, pages at Rampage Wesley everywhere, including TikTok.
0: That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige.
2: I'm Mikey. And
0: I'm Todd. And you complete us. To completion. Mm.
2: <laughs> this is when I normally would say, like, some scuzzy line, but, you know, I do model trains for Kevin Klein episodes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, is the reason you're single is that you're just like Kevin Klein levels of sexy?
2: No. Definitely not. I don't have the sexuality of a store clerk at Sesame Street
3: like Kevin <laughs> Klein does. That is so fucking accurate again. I will right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.